Hi, this is Brian Horn with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Uh, we did an interview with Dr. David Vick, better known as Doc Vick. He is the founder and CEO of The Culture King and was the culture coach at Zappos uh, from 2005 to 2010, where he helped drive their company culture. He's also the author of The Culture Secret, How to Empower People and Companies No Matter What You Sell. Uh, we talked to Dr. Vick about company culture as well as creating wow and unique uh, factors for your company both with customers and your internal employees. Uh, here's our interview with Doc Vick. All right, Doc. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. So we're going to talk a little bit about wow factors and some unique things that companies can do can do to attract the best employees and also retain customers. How do wow factors uh, play in attracting the best talent? Okay, um, wow factors are are something that 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 is a lot better than what's out there in the industry. And whenever I work with a company, what we do is look at the industry as a whole or the market as a whole. And in the service industry, uh, what happens is service is something of the past. And so the one, one way to really wow in the service industry is bring the service back. How do you make sure it's not? necessarily style over substance with these wow factors that, that you know people will see through them okay style over substance it's basically a wow factor has to be tangible um, if you just say hey we deliver the best service but you don't put it out in a, in a um, in, in a repetitive fashion it's not what the people receive so the service definitely has to be something tangible that they get so that's a real important thing then you'll have the substance over style is there anything in uh, our industry we're in the green industry with landscapers and lawn care operators um, how can they relate wow moments for people uh, in the service industry one example for us is when we uh, a lawn care operator or landscaper comes to a property they could drop a newspaper off in the you know backyard or closer to the home what other yeah. sorts of things can companies do well, I tell you what, that's a good thing. You bring in the service back, and, and when you bring the newspaper to the door, it's a tangible thing. People can see it. They go, wow, that's cool. And they can actually say, wow. So that's a wow factor right there. It creates an emotional connection, and people want to keep going back to, to things that wow them or people that wow them. But um, there's a whole lot of things you can do. If, if you could just think back of anybody that's, that's worked on your home or building with landscaping, um, <clears throat> it's basically what you want them to do and normally what they don't do. I know I've had a lot of landscapers over the years, and you hire them through a friend, and they go, okay, I'll, I'll do your yard, and then they do stuff, <clears throat> but you don't really know what they're doing. Um, once in a while, plants die, and you kind of feel kind of funky saying, hey, can you fix this? Can you fix this? So there's not a lot of uh, communication that I've had in landscaping um, or landscapers over the years. Uh, one of the big wows is <clears throat> you can create a bunch of different stuff that will really wow the customer at different levels of service um, <clears throat> and bringing the service back as far as this is what we do. Um, any irrigation that we provide is a lifetime no-cost replacement. After all, you know, if they put it in, they should guarantee it. But regretfully, if I had, I've had uh, landscapers put some stuff in. Two years later, it breaks. i got to pay for it again. So that's not a wow situation for me. Um, they can come with planting picture books. I recently had my yard redone, and the landscaper said, yeah, go to, the, go to uh, 
wherever they sell plants or walk around the neighborhood and take pictures of what you want, and I'll see if I can get them. It would be really cool if you had a picture book and said, hey, pick what you want. We'll go ahead and handle it for you. So say you know, it's a lot of different time of going to the garden center or greenhouse, uh, bring it to you instead. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of different things that will set you apart from the rest if you just do what you always wanted a landscaper to do. I know almost everybody in my area wants a vegetable garden. I planted one not too long ago, and I had the drip irrigation system. It leaked like a sieve. I would love to go to my landscaper or, or have my landscaper say, hey, in the spring we do a garden vegetable um, um, system, and this is how, how much it costs, and you can pick these different vegetables or whatever vegetables you want. You know what I mean? So if they can really articulate what they do, you know, set expectations at the start where they, they come to your house and say, okay, this is what we do, and these are different options, our plan options. And if you do a really good service and provide what the people want, the garden's going to look great, and that's going to be your calling card to attract more customers. So instead of just showing up and doing the work and, and leaving and then, you know, sending you a bill, actually take, you know, 20 minutes or so, discuss what you did, uh, show the customer what they did, and then if they have any questions, they can ask, ask the landscaper. Absolutely, and just go ahead and, and you know, in, in the day and age right now, the information age, people have a choice and a voice. They can go to whoever they want to hire. So the person that does the best wow treatment at the beginning and it continues it over time, they're going to get the lion's share of the market, and they're going to get the word-of-mouth referrals, and their business, they'll probably get as much business as they can handle as long as they treat the people like they matter and really wow them at the start, and they continue it throughout the process. Now, can this translate uh, into a better culture if you're doing things to wow customers? Can it then, you know, trickle into the internal culture of your company? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, sometimes you want to, well, you mostly want to start it the other way around. Uh, like we did at Zappos, I went there to empower um, the employees in their personal lives and their business life to have them reach their full potential. And what they did is they took their life to the next level, and they just parlayed it and did the process of reciprocation and buffed out the customers as well. So if you want a real service organization, you can't treat your employees poorly and expect them to do great service and wow the customers. They're going to go ahead and deliver what they've received. So if you really want to have a wow, wow uh, business or wow practice in landscaping, start with the employees first. You can go ahead and offer um, uh, tuition reimbursement for any horticulture classes they go to. You know, you can have um, feed them lunch every day. Right. I know a lot of landscapes, it doesn't cost that much, but in the days and age, a lot of people are getting fed. And if you send them out on the, on the workforce and they have a uh, lunch or a meal ticket where they can go somewhere, that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll get the camaraderie and the relationships together. There's a lot of different things you can do. Just think if everybody on your team were your kids. What are some of the things you did at Zappos to um, engage employees? Can you, can you give one example? Oh, boy, we did a lot of things. I did goal setting with the employees, and we didn't do it on work goals because most everybody that came to me wanted to raise their, their life up 
but it was mostly personal goals. Okay. And so he did personal goals, no matter what they were, and really helped them out. And they went back to the goal-setting process and took their life to the next level. And some other companies got a cue from what I was doing, and they said, hey, I set goals at my company, but it didn't work. And I said, what happened? And they said, well, we had everybody make professional goals, and they didn't achieve them. But what that's doing is like, okay, you're... They may not be doing good in their personal life, but professional goals is just basically letting them know, hey, work for us and work harder. And so it didn't work. So what I'm saying is invest in your number one asset in the service business. Mm-hmm. That's your employees. So personal, That's all you have in a service business. Personal goals like running a marathon or something, things like that? Anything. They wanted to get their, their high school GED. They wanted to get their real estate license. They wanted to lose... 10 pounds. They wanted to have a better relationship with their kids, so we set up things, you know, monthly family or weekly family date nights. So a lot of different things that you can do to really empower your biggest asset. Because the one challenge with a service business, every day your assets go home. Right. Okay, so if you don't, if they never come back to work, you don't have a business the next day. So if you really invest in those people, they'll automatically feel so hyped up and wowed that they're going to go ahead and parlay and do the process of reciprocation to the, the clients or customers. All right, Doc, I think we touched on a lot of good points here. Um, I want to remind everyone that the website is theculturesecret.com. Did I get that right, Doc? Yes, sir. All right, uh, and Doc, once again, thanks a lot for your time. Beautiful. Thank you, Brian. You're a real pro. I appreciate it.